0: Good evening, sir, and uh, welcome to the Minnesota Paper mache steakhouse. Have you dined with us before? Uh, No, I've always been curious. It's my first time. Oh, that's that's great. Uh, Let me tell you a little bit about the place. Um, Our chefs assemble each steak from the finest paper and the finest glue. It is painted at your table, and the balloon will be popped right in front of you.
1: Oh my gosh, that sounds fantastic.
0: Would you like to hear our happy hour special? Oh, yes, I could go for a drink, kidney. Uh, yes, we have a massive oxen horn filled with 164 ounces of Red Dog Lager.
1: Ooh, I'm not sure if I like Red Dog. Is it possible to get that with Zima?
0: Uh, sir, all we have is Red Dog. I went all in on Red Dog, and it is a decision that will keep me waiting tables for the rest of my life. Would you like to hear our appetizer special?
1: Uh, yeah, I always like a little bit of stuff to nibble on to get me started.
0: Uh, yes, we have a delicious deer-stuffed bear. As you know, it is very difficult to get a bear in these woods without having it stuffed with a deer already, as they are mortal enemies. But, but
1: I thought bears just ate berries and stuff.
0: No, sir, that is not correct. Are you familiar with our silverware policy? Um... Are just talking forks and knives? Well, we do carry forks, but we don't use knives here. We use a 165-pound axe for each table. That's enormous. Yes, uh, if you need a, a waiter to help you out, he will come by. And if not, you can just do it yourself with the gigantic spinning saw blade in the center of the room. That seems a little dangerous. Well, if uh, none of the other things were to your liking, uh, maybe I could interest you in the Dan Haggerty log jam special. Is that something you'd recommend? Well, it's just a pack of cigarettes served to you on the toilet, so probably not.
1: Just <sighs> bring me that horn of red, duck. Very good, sir. Crash, please, crash. Ah! Crash, please,
0: crash. Ah! Good evening, Matt. How you doing?
1: Oh, I am doing fantastic, as usual.
0: So you ready to talk about Axe Giant the legend <laughs> the of the wrath
1: B- of Paul The wrath Bunyan. of
0: Paul Bunyan that's what it is
1: Axe Giant the wrath of Paul Bunyan uh Yeah thanks for letting me pick the movie this week Yeah
0: this is a this is a <laughs> weird choice um I mean not not a classic 80s thing like would normally be our fair, but um I I have seen this movie before. That's the other thing that's I have, funny. I have too and was that when you suggested it, I was like, There's no way I've seen this thing and then I was like, Oh, I actually have watched yeah. this. Yeah.
1: Um I I, mu- I believe I rented this from VideoPort before they closed. Oh, really? Looking it up. It came out two thousand thirteen. So wow. is the port still there? I mean
0: Yeah, I think so. They I held think on for a long yeah, time. I think you're right. I think but I remember
1: right. I remember renting this from there and I remember liking it. It was fun. And uh, at the news the other day we had a story on the Paul Bunyan statue in Bangor uh you know a profile of the person that made that sculpture oh nice uh, once I saw that I just got this movie stuck in my head and I was just like fuck I want to do Axe Giant so I had not seen it since it first came out couldn't even remember if it was decent or not but I was just like let's just do it blind so I watched it today for the first time and since it since 2013 and hell man it's a lot of fun
0: yeah so okay this is gonna be a real diversion way too early but wait the guy who sculpted the the paul bunyan i thought he was a muffler man no some guy made the whole oh no shit so he's like based on a muffler man that's so fucking weird because there's like these things exist all across the country where like these different paul bunyan statues big statues that are repurposed muffler men like there was a there was a a specific type of statue for a, like some muffler company. I know what you're talking about. That keeps about. No. getting repurposed and repainted yeah. as different things. No, this was, and this was I the thought he was one of those. No,
1: the one in Bangor is fresh.
0: No kidding. Yeah.
1: And, uh, it was so funny. The, the, the old man talking about it, <clears throat> he said, uh, he said like, yeah, I kind of feel like a star. Cause every now and then, you know, if I, I'll sometimes just bring it up and people are like, <laughs> Oh yeah, I know that statue. And it's just like, yeah. And people are just surprised. And I, uh, I just wonder how often this guy does bring that up. Like, and, and mean, how do you
0: fit that in the conversation? Like, Well, I mean, probably when it came out, it was probably pretty easy yep. because that statue in Bangor features really prominently, even though they say it's in Derry, it's clearly the one that's in Stephen King's hometown. I mean,
1: this, this guy is, um, 90 something now. And, and so I just kind of like, I just kind of like, it cracked me
0: up cause I just think of him inserting that into anything. I'm sure <laughs> I would, I would guarantee it. I mean, and fuck it, I would too. Yeah, come on, whatever. <laughs> like,
1: wow, the sun's nice today. Uh, did you want? Uh, did you want sausage or bacon? Oh, yeah. Let's see. What would Paul Bunyan like? Hey, have you seen that Paul Bunyan statue <laughs> in Baker? <bacon? laughs> you seen Let it? me show you this scrapbook well, I've got here. Yeah,
0: I. Uh, we we know. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a proud papa. Come yeah, on. Yes, yes, I know, I know. Give him a break. It's it's awesome. Yep. Uh, yeah, and uh, man, so this movie. Is all computery. There's very little practical effect in this movie, which is n- almost always something that makes me hate a movie.
1: It's got a really weird vibe that I like, though. No, like, it's, and, got this, and it's, got this, it's got this. That's the thing that's special about it. It's got this surreal feeling to the whole thing, where Agreed. there's so much green screen action yep. and so much they don't like try to cover the CG at all. It just no. like looks weird all the time.
0: Yeah. I like. It. No, it's. It is it is weird and it is silly, but it's actually it's one of the first instances of a movie like this that I've seen that made me feel like you can get that feeling of a cheesy 80s movie using CG and Mm -hmm. using modern digital technology. And you can still feel that kind of love of the genre and I mean, obviously, there's a shit ton of foam latex in it because no, that, that axe giant is like, he's well, odorous urungus. Well, know. that's
1: the thing. The axe giant's legit. Like, they don't, he's not a CG character right. at all.
0: <laughs> he's I, he's and, a forced perspective yeah, guar character.
1: It's kind of like, uh also, when I was watching it, I, I was thinking about the Avengers movies with, like, the Hulk. What if they went that route? How <laughs> weird that would look?
0: <laughs> uh uh, just see Roger Corman's Fantastic Four movie.
1: Yeah, because I mean, back which back I thought in, looked awesome. Ba- yeah, me too. Uh, back in the day, though, like I was like such a staunch like like defender of practical effects that right. when CG started, I was just like, "Fuck, I don't want to watch that." Why? Why is the Hulk a cartoon? Why wouldn't you just have you know a guy? Well, and you... now it's like now that I look at this, it's like, oh, that's what that would look like if you were just to build latex muscles. <laughs>
0: true. I mean, true to a certain extent. But then look at Hellboy, and Hellboy looks. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the the original movies, yep. Obviously, not the new one. He looks like he looks like he's been dragged through shit in the new movie. I've not seen it. Ooh, he does not look great. No, he's just kind of especially ugly. Like they went really far out of their way to make him look unattractive. Gotcha. He's very shiny in the old movies, and I like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, this movie is something special, and it is like it. I'm I'm really impressed by it. It is cheesy as all hell. There's all sorts of dumb, fun stuff about it, but it's like, it knows what it's about. Like it, it's almost like a zombieverse, you know, where it's like it knows where it's coming oh, yeah. from, and it knows why it exists. It it never has a moment of questioning what the point of this fucking movie is. Yep. So yeah, let's talk about it. Okie dokes. Um. So. We start off with a, you know, big, big, long, shining-style drone flyover of a big, frosty forest, and some kind of inappropriate music that kind of reminds you of Louisiana more than it does Minnesota, but whatever. Yeah. That's fine. Um, it also sounds like the song It's Been a Long, Long Time, which I, which was really weird, but I guess it wasn't supposed to. Uh we're in the 1800s.
1: So, yeah. So, once we catch up to present day, it's been a long, long time.
0: <laughs> it ha- See? There you go. That's, That's oh why they did it, man. God, so- these guys are, fuck- these guys are fucking geniuses, <laughs> man. Uh, so, we see some axe giants, I guess, uh, or lumberjacks who are- <laughs> These are not axe giants. They're <laughs> just lumberjacks. <laughs> we see the titular axe giants. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> No, so we see see uh, our friend Dan Haggerty from Elves. Dan Haggerty shows up. Everybody knows him from Elves. Yeah, the only thing he ever did that anyone knows him from. (laughs) Uh, We'll call him Grizzly Adams for some reason, but, you know.
1: Or Repo Jake. (laughs)
0: Repo Jake. Uh, Yeah, we have uh, this. (laughs) Grizzly Adams shows up and has a really... A really cheesy philosophical discussion about why people cut down trees. It's hilarious. Somebody comes up on him and is like, I don't know, boss. Shouldn't we let some of the trees grow back? And he's like, I think that people are going to be living in houses soon. Home and ownership is the way the- of the future. <laughs> yeah, in the no, 1800s- excuse me. I need to go take my third shit of the day. <laughs> well- <laughs> gotta go work in that log jam, boss. Not, not so. Not sure why that needed to be. I mean, I guess it makes sense that it, he disappeared for a while.
1: It only—it's <laughs> so weird. Like, I love how they just brought up like a his bowels for no reason. Like it doesn't yeah. play into anything. It's just like, oh, I guess now the boss <laughs> for the boss being a big tough tree <laughs> tree tucker downer. He's got the bowels of a chipmunk. <laughs> and they did.
0: They did go way too far on that too. There yeah. was. It was a little like, hey, 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 back it down, dude. Come yeah. on. It was like, for a really big, strong hunk of a man, <laughs> he does have <laughs> weak bowels. Uh, like, oh, hey, I get it. I get it. He's an attractive man.
1: Yeah, so basically this whole thing was just to set up him disappearing so they yes, could... so
0: that they could all get killed.
1: Oh, and they're cooking the giant ox, too, yes. that we don't know...
0: Yeah, we don't, we don't know. know it
1: yet, but they're cooking this giant ox, and I love it when he's like, "How's the chow?" And, he's, and they're like, "Oh, it's 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 all ready to go. Meat's falling off the bone," <laughs> and then you can just see snow <laughs> all over the carcass piling up, like that sure sh- that meat's surely ready if there's snow. <laughs> being able to sit yeah, on
0: delicious. It. Um, And it is also clearly made of papier-mâché. It's a gigantic piece of papier-mâché that's like, like kind of. It's got a little bit of dry brushing on it to make it look like something other than what it is. But I, honest (laughs) to God, the first like when they were doing it, it took him saying, "Oh, the meat is done and it's falling off the bone," and him pantomiming eating a piece. Didn't break anything to off at all. Know what they were standing next to. I honest to God was like, is he tanning a hide? What the <laughs> fuck is going on there? And then i eventually he he
1: he, he it does it literally pick nothing off it, he right? He does. It, yeah, he
0: has he has a little little like <laughs> Yeah, he does a little pantomime of the idea of picking meat oh, off. That's so great. Yeah, it's good stuff. So he's <laughs> <laughs> He's out pooping <laughs> and uh, the dinner bell rings. Good old tiny bells middoor honey. <laughs> yep, then Grizzly Adams comes back to the camp and everybody's dead. Most of them are digi dead. But you know, it looks good. It looks digi great. But it does, it really does. I mean there's some there's some real there's some real stuff in there too, mm-hmm. I think, but uh or really good digital stuff that I didn't even notice. And what's cool about it,
1: too, is that at first when I saw this, I was like, oh, that's cheap. They slaughtered everybody. We didn't get to see it. But then we do get to see it later on. (laughs) Yes. It's like, oh, thank you, movie. Like, I really wanted to see how this scene went down because it's a bloodbath. Like, you just look and you're like, what the heck? And and it's cool, man. When you get back and you've seen, like, half your people that you were hanging with have no heads anymore, missing arms, everything's like, whoa. I I, I just stepped out for a poo. (laughs) Like, what the hell happened when I was gone?
0: Yeah, no, that was... It was good and it was also um I, I like it's smart like it's just a it gives you a little weird mystery at the beginning that they then answer later on which mm-hmm. I mean it it's obviously the movie is pretty silly but <laughs> it's still cool. Uh okay, so that's our cold open. You know, oh well, when oh. Grizz Grizz comes back and sees the axe giant. Sorry, we need to get that. Yes. He actually meets the titular Axe Giant, who is now not terribly giant, because we're told later on that he's 18 here, and he's now six foot something at, at age. Yeah, he's
1: got a weird disease that makes him grow big and live three times as long as a normal human.
0: He says, <laughs> later we, we hear that he's twice as big as a normal human and uh, and live three times as long. three but- times as long, I think, definitely he's at least 3 times the size of a normal human. Oh,
1: he's at least way more times well, the size. Probably of that. 4. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> he's he towers over houses. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Um so but uh but Grizzly Adams tries to take him on and gets brought into the saw house where the the big
1: Apparently there's just a running electric buzz saw back then just 19 or 1897 <laughs> 18- just buzzing away yeah. with nothing being
0: cut. Well, maybe it's just being powered by the water. Maybe they're next yeah. to some sort of water source. Either way, he just pushes Grizzly Adams into it and chops them into little pieces. And it and looks digi-great. It, it looks pretty digi-great. I mean, this... It, again, looks like a, it looks
1: like an MK fatality. It does, but
0: it's it's funny and cheesy in a way that is special in its own way. Yeah. And, and I like, again, I think I can see how we may have these kind of movies that in the future have the same kind of nostalgia that like the fifties movies have in the seventies mm-hmm. movies and the 80s yep. movies. I think, I think some of this digital stuff is, is fun enough that it will inspire people to want to watch these later on mm-hmm. and have, yeah. have fondness for them. So, so that is our cold open right there. Now we're, we get, we get a really boring credit sequence that totally reminds me of driving to Northern Maine. It's just <laughs> trees, 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 nothing else. And we cut to a poster stuck on the Minnesota correction sign advertising a militia that they want people to join. Don't worry, this never comes back. There's nothing about a militia. Oh, or is there? Dun, dun, dun. Anyway. Well, I guess maybe that's I guess maybe the ending that's the fucking, Maybe that's the militia. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I guess. I they guess never call the
1: themselves that or like,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Uh, th- there are definitely some things in this that almost like you're supposed to hate this guy. So it was weird. It definitely felt like almost like a pro-militia story. <laughs> I want See, to think that's... that's not really what's going on here, but it definitely feels that way. All I know is I want
1: that Uzi does it shirt that the guy was wearing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I think you should have that. Um, yeah, so we get this. Uh, we, we're introduced to a guy who I, honest to God, don't know what he is. Is he a park ranger? Is he a sheriff? Is he, he is a drill sergeant. In what? With the correctional. He's a cr- district. So he's a police. Agency he's a police sergeant. Operations. Okay. All right. I guess. All right. So he's a police Warden sergeant. In service. Right. Um. And he. <laughs> it, so he's taking care of these delinquents.
1: It's it's a classic. Um, Teens that are in a juvenile detention thing need Except to... Except
0: they're not teens.
1: Some of them are. I guess. He calls them stumps.
0: Stupid teenagers under my protection. I guess that's true. So maybe they are all teenagers. <laughs> maybe they're supposed to all be teenagers, even though they're most of them are clearly older than yeah, that. Yeah, they're teens. Yeah, sure. But
1: it's that classic horror movie setup that we were talking about that's uh, yeah. been done before. Ticks. Ticks, uh, Demon Slayer, where they have to go clean up an old... Yep. Uh, Uh, hospital I think Uh, see no evil with the wrestler Kane is another one where it's like uh, oh yeah the the convicted teens need to go spend the weekend in the old asylum cleaning it up
0: what's that movie with Kevin Bacon where he takes them into the wild and is like he murders one of them
1: oh my god I have no idea what you're talking about I
0: I haven't seen it in forever I I think you just made up a movie yeah sure (laughs) I saw it was like it was something that I saw on HBO once a billion years ago yeah you made that up yeah I (laughs) <laughs> totally made it up. I love, I love dropping something that I am not going to look up in a podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's just something to specifically anger people who go out of their way to listen to our podcast. Yeah. So you're welcome, yeah. <laughs> listening public. Good luck
1: looking up that movie that doesn't exist. It totally does.
0: <laughs> I don't think it's Quicksilver. I think he was riding a bike in that. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's see. So uh, we get a we. Everybody gets a little, a little. A little n- it's moment.
1: So, it's so, uh, it's that introduction where they, yeah. it's just like, uh, like Guardians of the Galaxy, where they introduce everybody and say it what they really did is. for crimes and, yep. Um, uh, and it's funny, I love this Jorland Stark, I love all the nicknames that he gives to people, and, uh, uh
0: some of them, some don't make any sense. Chicken Little makes very little sense to me. No, I
1: you, d- you hacked into, like, I mean, he calls up uh, the drunk driver happy hour. That, like, makes, that makes sense. That makes sense. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other ones are like wasted space, Thornbird. Uh, yeah, Chicken Little. Yeah,
0: I didn't understand Thornbird, but that, well, but they're fun. Sure. <laughs> uh, everybody gets a everybody gets a nickname, but uh, we get a parade of people who need to be scared straight. Essentially, they're they're essentially going into the woods to avoid going to jail. It's some sort of work release type program, where if they go out and they. They're not actually doing anything They're not doing positive. anything.
1: This is different from the other movies that we were just mentioning right. where like, the teens had to clean something up. They're just well, like Usually para- it's
0: like an AmeriCorps kind of situation yeah, yeah, yeah. you go out and build a bridge. These or guys go are just going hiking. The- yeah. They're like, go out and go hiking. <laughs> like, okay. Like, and they can't fucking handle it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> shit, man. This would be like the easiest uh, prison yeah. uh, time serving for me
1: possible. Like I love hiking. I love hiking. This is
0: going to be great. <laughs> I do hate tents, but I can sleep I and I'm too. fine. I hate tents, too. Um, <laughs> so it turns out that Chicken Little is an internet hacker who stole eleven million dollars from somebody. Whatever, who cares? Um, he's. It's important that he's an internet hacker for some reason.
1: It's 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 one of those things where they give every character backstories, but none of it is really comes into play.
0: It was kind of frustrating because that definitely feels like that is. You're gonna too learn all their skill sets, and they're and then, and
1: then they're gonna like some of those skills that are going to come into play later. Right. Yeah. No, no.
0: Yeah, it feels <laughs> like our, like we're doing an Ocean's Eleven and it's going to be like the acrobat, the, you know, the safe cracker and whatever and then yeah. they just like nobody does anything that they're introduced <laughs> to do. Yeah. And that's actually exactly what happens here. So, um...
1: Yeah, so the hacker, there is no computer in this movie at all. No, the
0: only thing is that he later claims that he knows how to uh, hotwire a car, but doesn't. Which he doesn't. <laughs> so that's important (laughs) uh so and we get this uh, this drill instructor is like very intentionally just being such a fucking dick
1: it's his whole character i love it his
0: whole yeah his whole deal is that he is an asshole he's like
1: and he he wears like tucked in uh, tucked in boy scout shirt with his gray camo like long shorts yeah, it's such no. a hideous outfit, it's I love so it. Awful. I love it.
0: He's like if Cabela's made a wish to become a real boy. <laughs> yeah. um, so let's see. Uh, it's, you know who could pull that
1: outfit off is Guy Fieri. <laughs> like, Guy would show up wearing that and I'd be like, no problem. Nope, you're making it work. This drill oh. instructor? No, it's so funny. Would
0: I kill to see this movie recast with Guy Fieri as that as that character? <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. That would be the greatest casting in history. Uh, but he does it. I mean, he's supposed to be hateable. Yeah. He's, he's Part of his funny thing is that he's like, he is mad at this lady at one point. She's like, well, you know, I have a degree and I did this thing and I, I work with people and, uh you know, I have a 175 IQ and I'm uh, very capable and I do all this work. And he's like... How much time do you spend outside? And she's like, I don't know. I spend all my time inside. I have a... He's like, you fucking make me sick, yeah. you inside living person. Your only value is how much time you spend in a tent.
1: I'm going to go light up this giant <laughs> cigar in this van full of non-smokers. <laughs> yeah.
0: He doesn't care. He's so cool. Yeah. He's so tough and cool. Um, but we, uh, we've got Zach Moore, who's a drug trafficker. He's the guy that they call Wasted Space. Rosa Villa, I guess, was in contempt of court because we find out some dumb backstory later. Claire Tanner was a drunk driver and she's the one that's happy hour. And yeah, I can't believe you wrote
1: all this down. Yeah, I did. Or you just remember it? I, no, genius. I just remember this. Right? <laughs>
0: no, no. So I mean, okay.
1: I can't believe you wrote all this down when we didn't even need <laughs> This Doesn't
0: come back into play. I mean, I'm gonna need to refer to them by names at no, some point. No, i not. <laughs> Actually, you're probably right. <laughs> Honestly, you really don't. So, so the most important thing that happens here is that they're about to go into the. They're about to get into this park. And fucking Joe Estevez shows up, like, hiding behind a tree and cackling like a maniac. And it's just awesome. (laughs) Joe Estevez really makes this movie. He chews every bit of scenery that he can find. He is, like, he is laying it down. Do you think him and Ron Howard, like, hang out in, like, a... uh
1: Weird role brothers. Oh, of Clint Howard. <laughs> normal actor support group. <laughs>
0: like. Oh my God, he and Clint Howard would be a pair. I have would they have been... ever been together in something? I don't think so, but I think we need to get we need to get on that.
1: It'd be a, it would just be like one of those worlds collide. The universe would end if that happened.
0: Yeah. What about uh, so we get uh, Frank Stallone? Uh, yeah. What's what's Swayze's brother's name? Oh shit, I forgot. Yeah. Oh, uh, and uh, what about um what about Buford Hanks? perfect that's <laughs> all these guys we need all of them
1: all these guys that play all these dipshit roles like and all their like brothers are in like normal movies and yeah. respected things
0: <laughs> oh frank stallone his music career it's so good uh okay. i don't even
1: know what movies martin jean does i'm just trying to think of like family dinner apocalypse first. now well, I know that, but, I, I, but I'm talking like, I'm talking like at the time when this spawn. came out. Spawn.
0: He's like, guys, yeah. I'm in Spawn right now. Okay, you, I
1: guess that's kind of an Estevez rule. <laughs> you think about it.
0: Joe Estevez should have been in Spawn. Yeah. He absolutely should have. That's Mel bullshit. That's Mel Bolger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so, all right, uh... Then, yeah, I was just thinking of,
1: like, what what was he in the West Wing, that show? Or? Yes, he was. Okay, yeah. so, like, that was a, like, well-regarded show. Oh, yeah. So, I just imagine, like, a Thanksgiving dinner. I think I've used this joke for, like, a freaking coward before, too, but what are you up to, Martin? Oh, I was in the, we just wrapped up season seven of the West Wing, and what about what about you, Joe? I did Axe Giant, The Wrath of Paul Bunyan. I played a crazy guy that lived in the woods.
0: I'm doing a... That's the
1: cranberry sauce. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you, son, what are you up to? I've been doing cocaine and yelling on the internet. Excellent. Okay, and you? Uh, I'm doing the voice for a Mighty Ducks cartoon, I guess, or something. I don't know. (laughs) Fuck it. I don't care. Oh, man. Emilio Estevez is way too cool for that family. Yeah. (laughs) Emilio! The best. Um, So, all right. Where are we going? Oh, uh, Emilio Estevez's performance in this movie, again, All mouth acting. You mean Joe Estevez? Uh, Sorry, Joe Estevez. He literally, like, leaves his mouth open for every scene. He's just, like, completely wide open. It's kind of my favorite.
1: Oh, man. Something I've never got out of my head. Chris Morey once said, if you shape your mouth like an O and talk, anybody can be John Lithgow. And it works. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've tried to talk with your mouth in an O
0: and you sound like John Lithgow. (laughs) That is interesting that you say that because you kind of do. I hate that. Oh, my God.
1: You'll just always think of that now. You're Hurry. welcome.
0: You have to leave. You have to leave the woods. Uh. Anyway, Um. so this is the worst episode we've ever done. All right. So the van pulls up outside a cabin. The sergeant says, welcome to my world. And his world is a really pleasant cabin with a really nicely manicured area for camping. It's a big cabin. It's, it cracks me up where
1: he's like, no, nobody's sleeping in the cabin. You guys sleep in the tents." like, dude, you've got like <laughs> a lot of space in there.
0: Yeah, but he's punishing them. This has to be punishment. Okay. Because they're bad kids. They're bad young children.
1: You stay outside where it's easier to sneak out.
0: <laughs> where it's easier to do all the things that you're not supposed to do. Yeah. Um, uh, so Sam, who is our, uh, our, whatever she is counselor.
1: Yeah. She's like the. it's kind of like the, when you call a cops yeah. between the cops and like a social worker. Yeah. So she's basically, so he's yeah. a cop, she's a social worker
0: and she's has to stay with all of the stumps. <laughs> to take to make sure that none of them get up to hanky panky or anything else.
1: I wonder if that was a term somebody learned from somewhere else, or was that just written for this movie? Because I like it. I like it too. Stupid I'm... teenagers under my protection.
0: Stumps. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure somebody had used it somewhere. Yeah. Either way, so we got a we got a bear out hunting a deer, and <laughs> you know, like like bears do. I guess I'd never heard of this before, but apparently I thought it's they
1: something... ate leaves and berries. <laughs> I mean, and honey.
0: <laughs> they do, I mean, but they also do eat, like, live and prey. And fish. But they don't very often, like, track, deer. track down deer. It's not very common. They'll definitely eat a deer corpse. And, you know, if, like, a, a small, if, like, a baby deer is out there and it's, like, in its line of fire and it's hungry, it'll kill it and eat it. But, okay. like, certainly this is an odd, this is not not <laughs> yeah. normal bear behavior. <laughs> Um, and it's about to, I guess, pounce. There's no way in fuck it would catch it. A, a deer is vastly faster than a bear. Oh, that and the deer must be deaf
1: because he just doesn't give a shit. Like, deers are skittish.
0: Oh, yeah, and he's just like, huh, bear. Like that
1: bear just comes up and he's like, rawr, rawr, <laughs> yeah. and then the bear, like, spoiler, the bear is going to get attacked by Paul Bunyan, and every step of his is, buff, buff, this and the deer is just like, Mom, eating this fucking grass, dude
0: i not a care in the world (laughs) what i i think the deal is that the deer knows that paul bunyan is good so far because Uh, he is he well
1: paul bunyan's had to be eating shit out there
0: i don't know man maybe he has a because of babe the blue ox maybe he has a fondness for all the forest creatures and only eats bears No. (laughs) (laughs) I have no fucking clue. I don't know. Not buying that. Nope, nope. Either way, he does eat this bear. Uh, He does not have an axe, even though he is very clearly giant. He has a very small knife, and he guts the bear and eats it somewhere off screen. He
1: will get the titular axe. Yes,
0: yes, we will have that eventually. Um, So, if we have not mentioned enough, Paul, Paul Bunyan is not just a dude he is a dude in a full body foam latex appliance
1: and he's not a jolly flannel wearing lumberjack at all he's uh he's a big mutant man yeah
0: he looks like uh what he looks like is if guar made a Gigi allen puppet like he really (laughs) nailed it. (laughs) it honest to god that's like all i could think of so creepy like scary looking um
1: he never uh he never we never see him poop anywhere which is nice.
0: <laughs> that was was that your first thought when you <laughs> watched this Oh no, movie? you said he
1: made a GG Allen. Oh, that's my that's third true. first thought when you talk about that nutbag like
0: it's like yep, yeah, well that's probably a, a good thing to to avoid is GG Allen's poop. <laughs> um okay, so now around the campfire we get the uh we get to know a little bit more about the backstories and it turns out that everybody that's there, they aren't bad people at all. I know. It turns out that every one of them who committed a crime, they did it for a good reason. Sort of. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly, I mean, Rosa is like, she was in contempt of court because she refused to testify against someone who committed a drive by. And so she was like, well, he said that he was going to come kill my daughter. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, then don't fucking testify. <laughs> yeah, right. And the that's redhead
1: fine. punched out a cop, but it was only because he was looking at her ass.
0: Yeah. That is not, that's a little, that's a little weird. Um,
1: and to which after she tells that story, the guy's like, whoa, you got a nice, well, you do have a nice ass. Like, And dude. she's like,
0: hmm, I like it when you do it. Oh, well, yeah. turns out I probably shouldn't have punched that cop. Yeah, That was weird. Uh, but then as soon as Zach Zach sucks uh, Zach our drug dealer is wasted space wasted space He's like, uh, as soon as she's like, oh, you know, I'm a mother and all that I care about is my the well-being of my daughter. And that's all that matters. And he's like, yeah, serious milfage. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dorothy Parker came up behind him and was like, excuse me, sir. Would you like to be invited to the Algonquin Round Roundtable? Uh, we have a seat for you. That that witticism is a top level <laughs> witticism that we haven't seen before. Come with me. Um, yeah. I hate that guy, but whatever. Um, so we get the—he's
1: uh, the one that brings all the doom on everybody he does. too. He's the worst jackhole. Jack, who thinks he's just going to escape, walk away when they're in the middle of the freaking nothing woods.
0: That's so weird. Oh, he's so stupid. So uh, the sergeant does the does like their own version of the aliens drill sergeant monologue. That like. Mm, drop your linen and grab your stop your grin and drop your linen and blah, 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 you know, all this shit it's like all very similar uh sam the who is our counselor they're about to go they're about to get up and go on their big long hike that they're gonna get into and he's like well i'm gonna put my gun in my holster and <laughs> sam's like come on can't you leave that behind you're intimidating enough without it
1: I don't like this part because I, I don't f- either I don't feel that he would, would do that.
0: Never. He no. has been nothing but antagonistic yep. to her. He will like if somebody he's like the like definition of toxic masculinity Yeah, this yeah, guy. Yeah. He's like if a woman said something to him, he would automatically do whatever the opposite was. Correct. That is what this character yep. would do. And and it's just weird that he says no. And oh, it's weird because he like he
1: reaches say. for his gun later on to defend but we've already realized we've already learned later on in the movie that like you can you can shoot a you could shoot dude a couple times and nothing else happens like yeah so it's like even if he did bring the gun and didn't comply uh it wouldn't have mattered because he could yep. still pull it out shoot and nothing would happen like the whole gun behind doesn't make any sense yeah nothing comes into play for that like it he wouldn't it's not like if he had the gun he could save the day yeah, anyway. he
0: clearly was not going to do anything with it so, so just a weird thing yeah yep Totally pointless. Apparently, they're also allowed to all have cell phones. because yeah, that's weird. Because the redhead, she has the the one that punched the cop. She still has her Blackberry with her. Ass puncher. Ass puncher. Um, <laughs> oh, so, Blackberries. Yes. How quaint. <laughs> so quaint. Uh, but uh, the uh, this is where Zach is like, I'm getting out of here. They made me walk as a... As a fit 18-year-old, I can't walk six miles. What are you doing? Fuck this. I'm out of here.
1: Where? Where? (laughs) Where are you You bitching that you had to walk?
0: Also, literally, you're facing serious jail time. Yeah. And you're allowed to get out of it to fuck off for six days in the woods. Is it even that long? It's six. I think it's six days in the woods. Okay. That's all it is. Six days Uh, in the woods. That's pretty long. Sure. I only, like, camping for, like, two days at a He was time.
1: arrested for drug <laughs> yeah, trafficking. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's <laughs> like, like, that's like a 20-year sentence.
0: <laughs> and so, if he runs away, it's like he broke out of prison, which means that they will extend his drug trafficking sentence, which means he's probably going to do, like, five years in jail for, for running off for this. It's, like... Depending
1: what, on what state, like, drug trafficking can be, print? like, almost a lifer. Like,
0: <laughs> I mean... Wh- Whose idea was this? This is the, terrible. He's not very bright. He is, yeah, very clearly. Uh, <laughs> he is the one that complimented
1: girl's ass after saying, I just after- <laughs> punched a guy out for staring at my ass.
0: So true. But uh, so he goes out and he's out wandering around. And our our resident hacker comes up and is like, hey, listen, man, maybe this isn't the greatest <laughs> idea in the world. And he kind of convinces him to come back and not, not run off. But, uh, but they're kind of, they're standing next to a gigantic cow skull and he's like, well, you know, at least I'm going to steal this cow antler (laughs) horn thing, whatever.
1: Uh, He said he's going to make a bong out of it. (laughs) He
0: wants to make a bong out of it. Of course he does. Of course he's going to make a fucking bong out of it. That's our Zach. Um, yeah. And so he does that and he takes that back with him. And so it
1: reminded me of, um, uh, like a banded horn for drinking beer out of? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I saw I saw an ad once for that for sale. Like, stop drinking beer out of a glass like a whim. Drink out of a horn. <laughs> I was just like, that's so fucking stupid. And I clicked on the ad because it was just like, how much does a beer horn cost if you wanted to buy that to drink out of? And uh, I even forgot now how much it cost, but it was expensive. But then after that, I just like was inundated with, like, different drinking horn ads oh constantly. God, and I was just like, God damn awesome. it! I was just stupidly <laughs> so curious good. how much a stupid drinking
0: horn costs. I was just talking to somebody who accidentally was, like, doing that thing where you, like, in your phone, you're scrolling past and you have to, like, on Instagram, you literally will like pull your finger down and accidentally like hit like reels. an ad if you hit reels or like an ad oh my god yep. those two terrible things Yep. <laughs> but like you hit reels and then a tiktok fucking performer will follow you to the end of your days <laughs> you know and there's nothing you can do about it so mm. yeah drinking horns are hilarious so now you've got now I well mean, that
1: was a while no no i've i've, I've outgrown it In the Facebook ads. Uh, Oh
0: yeah, well, my computer is on and the mic is working, so don't worry.
1: Have fun checking out Drinking Horns. Don't worry, I'm
0: going to get a bunch of ads for Drinking (laughs) Horns, so I'm excited to see that. Um, Cool. Alright, so, meanwhile, at Mel's Lumberjack Saloon, where the name is absolutely on the building and not a Photoshop effect.
1: (laughs) It is totally... I was telling telling you this before we started. It totally reminds me of like Step by Step. Like all those TGIF comedies, whenever they would leave the apartment or the house and go to like a different location, they'd always just superimpose some fake cartoony looking sign over something, and it and it would be it would be just like this, where you'd see like the green screen. It just looks off. Yeah. And that's what just like Step by Step did. At like yep. the fifties diner where they worked. It was just this fake. Everything just looked off.
0: Like. Yep. And, I mean, even this one, they have a a giant Paul Bunyan holding a beer out front that's also yeah. photoshopped in there.
1: I think that might be the main statue. It looks very similar. It
0: does, doesn't it?
1: So I wonder if they took a picture of the main statue and just yeah. warped it so he was holding the beer. But,
0: that's what yeah. I was wondering. I mean, that, that beer is definitely fake there, too. So, interesting.
1: It got me, though. I sure as hell looked up Mel's Lumberjack Saloon <laughs> on the Googles. <laughs> I was like... Just on the off chance. Oh my God. (laughs) It does not exist.
0: (laughs) Yet. Until we finally talk to the producers of this movie and we go into a big. Oh man, I can't wait. We're going to do it, guys. Yeah, that's it. An axe giant themed. Oh, get the props from the movie.
1: Axe throwing's popular these days. You could have a like just like a dart oh, pit. This is you great. can chuck darts in a bar, why can't you throw an axe? I mean,
0: what can go wrong? What could go wrong? <laughs> Drinking and axe throwing—it's a the, winning combination. Ride
1: the mechanical fable. Fable.
0: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we haven't gotten to that yet, but man. Wow. Okay, that may be. Welcome to Tangent, the podcast. That might be the worst Photoshop of the. The <laughs> worst computer animation of this whole goddamn thing was Babe. That was riggedy rough. Uh, I love it. I, 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 <laughs> I liked it too. Um, but they could and not. Once he turns, he's got the <laughs> stupid eye. <laughs> It was such a good choice.
1: It's like they, they 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 doubled down. I was like, oh my god, that thing looks so ridiculous. Then once you saw the other half of its head was all deformed.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: It was like Toxy the blue ox.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was a very toxic Avenger blue ox. <laughs> True. I mean, yeah. I talks. We should. E. You know what? We really should talk to these people. Yes. We really should. I'm I'm now very curious about this. The one thing that blew my mind about this mm-hmm. whole movie, the whole thing was shot in California.
1: It was not. It was shot in Michigan and Ohio, too, I believe.
0: Oh, okay. Well, still, either way, this movie, to me, was the most Canadian thing I'd ever seen in my life. Everything about this thing screamed Canada at me, except for the fact that I didn't hear any accents. And I would have put money that this was made in Canada. What
1: was screaming Canada?
0: Just, like, everything about it, just the way it was made, it just felt like a Canadian movie. Okay, and it just was not so.
1: See, I've never understood what makes a movie feel Canadian because I've heard other people say that, and I've never like watched it. And I'm living—you know—we live what six hours from the border. (laughs) It's like
0: I spent a lot of time watching Canadian TV, so so I think I think that kind of made me have a weirder a weirder sense of what Canadian aesthetic was. Okay, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It just reminded me a lot of because I
1: mean we we both speak English and we live we're. Again, six hours from the damn state. Like, what's so radically different from here? Like, that's, I've never, I've never picked up on that.
0: Culturally, man, they're just so far advanced from us. They make better horror movies, and the Quebec government gives you money. The other thing, actually, that was the thing that it, that I thought was that this movie. And they're sure as
1: hell better at pandemics.
0: Also, that, except for their, except for their nursing homes. Um, (laughs) but I will say, they, Usually movies like this that are of this kind of quality for a Mm -hmm. shitty movie like this is a this is a B movie made in the late 2000s, you know, like we're in the or in the 2013 2013 so really recent as these things go and you don't see a movie this good that's this foolish except for Canada because they have matching grants for things like that like this was just so much better than it should have been for the kind of movie that it is. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think that's what made me think it was Canadian gotcha. originally. Okay. Um, so, all right. <laughs> so the giant shows up to check on his favorite cow horn, and it's missing. Oh, he's so Aww. angry. Give me my cow horn. I've been he, alive
1: for like 100 years. And I've been checking
0: on this cow horn every, every day. <laughs> every single day I check to make sure that the horns are still on this cow. <laughs> and he's like, yep. He screams very loudly, and then Joe Estevez comes out of his cabin and reacts like any kind of fucking Deep Woods codger does. He grabs his shotgun and stands on his porch, waving it around like a crazy person. So is he friends with him? Or is... Dude, that turn made no sense. No. The later turn when he's like... It almost seemed like he was playing chess
1: with him earlier, too. But then he was, like, moving the pieces by himself. But then he was, like, looking up, like, as if he was... Yeah. I thought he was gonna, like... I thought he was kind of like a... Like oh. a long-distance chess game where he would move his piece and he'd be like, "Your turn," and then yeah, like yeah, yeah. wait for him oh, to no, show up. Oh no, no, absolutely! That. But then he just started moving the other pieces. So I was like, "What's the point? I, I don't get it."
0: Uh, he absolutely was having a chess game with Paul Bunyan, and he was friends with Paul Bunyan, but I don't understand what. I don't get what it meant. You know what I mean? Like he's he's like, you can't take him away from me. Yeah. was like i don't know what you mean by that we're trying to run away we don't want to kill him we want to get the fuck away from him and so yeah that but that's later we're way we're way ahead of ourselves (laughs) (sighs) all right so chicken little grabs the horn out of zach's backpack and runs with it with it over his head catching the wind little does he know that he's going to make enough wind blow through that horn, that it's going to make the distinctive sound that every axe giant knows is the sound of his favorite ox's horn having wind pass through it, and it's going to summon him.
1: We never see him blow that horn, though, or he doesn't blow the... Like, no! What?
0: <laughs> he, he's never blown... He, he would never have disturbed the body. yeah. He's, no, he just knows. He just senses it. He's so attuned to nature that he can he can understand what that is. So, whatever. Um,
1: <laughs> I just expect those doofuses from Mandy to show up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. He's just like, oh, shit. Oh, sorry, we got, we got the conk confused. <laughs> so, Thought you were blowing that shell, not the horn. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Going back to watch porn on my trailer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the group is nearly passed out from exhaustion, and they start hearing giant fucking footsteps, which really ruins the rest of the movie as far as like him sneaking around. This guy manages this giant whose footsteps are not unlike the T Rex in Jurassic Park. Like, they make enough noise that you can hear him a mile away, give or take. <laughs> And Maybe
1: he just like he's good on tippy toes when he needs to be. We I never, we never see him. I
0: guess we don't know. We've oh my never. Oh god, se- that'd be
1: hilarious if we did see him all like <laughs> like a like cartoon tiptoeing like Ace Ventura. <laughs> I would,
0: I would love to see that. I would absolutely love to see that. Um, but uh, so, <laughs> so he manages to uh, to cut the ho- the hot girl in half, right?
1: Yeah, she's. Uh, they let her die, man. Oh yeah, she's checking her her BlackBerry and she's like, "Oh, I finally got a bar!" And they see Paul somehow silently sneak up behind her with his giant axe, and they don't say anything. They're like, "Obviously, you'd be kind of shocked if you saw that." Yes, you know, but like, they don't do anything. They're just like, "Um, yeah," (laughs) and she gets cut straight up in half. Yeah, and her blood is on their hands.
0: Totally, one (laughs) hundred percent. Um, and also. We forgot to mention that Joe does have a, uh, he has his, uh, his doomsayer moment when they're all, they're all having their little fireside chat. Oh, yes. Joe Estevez shows up by the, by the, by the fire and is just like, Oh, here comes in. What does he say? Shit. Oh, he's, uh, trees grow tall, but the trees fall in the river. They go down the river, <laughs> something, something. And he just says crazy shit. And watch out for critters. Because they're looking for warmth, they'll crawl up and. Blah, blah,
1: blah, 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 blah. Yes,
0: he's definitely implying that uh, that you, animals will crawl into their asses while they sleep.
1: You, you could have just said like, "There's a giant out there." <laughs>
0: no, it was. I no. mean, I think he wanted to keep that on the D.L. Trees,
1: but... trees, and rivers and ass critters. No. <laughs> yes, Crash. all
0: about the ass critters.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, there's also a murderous giant.
0: Also a murderous giant. Whoopsie! <laughs> but he has not been murdering because no one has been messing with his cow horn. I assume. Ah. Right? I mean, yes. I don't know. I,
1: I mean, this this isn't the first time this guy has brought a group of teens out to this camp. This True. This is like a...
0: And I mean, Joe Estevez even says, I've never seen him this riled up at some point. Yeah, yeah. Because he had apparently seen him kind of riled up at some point.
1: He's saying all the times teens have gone up to this camp, like, they haven't had one run in or heard the giant footsteps or seen the giant steps. or
0: I guess not. Don't know. So Also,
1: it's one of those things where I feel like if he took that horn, Paul could have gone, like, weeks without noticing that.
0: Like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Agreed. But that would really ruin our our movie. Here. <laughs> so, uh, so they've uh, they've now seen the axe giant. They're running away from him. Uh, you know, they manage to elude him somehow, even though his footsteps are like, I don't know, twenty yards a piece. He's huge. I mean,
1: and it cracks me up too because they they just take solace in that house.
0: Yes, that he just completely destroys to get at them yeah. later
1: on. Like, what happens at this point? He's just like. Eh, yeah, fuck it for now.
0: <laughs> right, he, I, I don't really understand his motivation. Other than this is how you make a movie like this. <laughs> yeah. So I, that's okay.
1: He knows where they are. It's like the only place.
0: He's are. like, oh, I gotta save that one for the third act. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've read the screenplay book. I know how this works. <laughs> um, so they're. They try, to get the gun, they try to get the van started. They can't get the van started. He says, like, oh, I can hotwire it. He can't. They come back in. They're like, oh, you should have let me try it. And as they're looking out the window, the van gets dragged off backwards, yeah. which looks great. Yeah. That was a wonderful effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and you
1: never see what happened to it,
0: though. <laughs> I like the idea that he just brought it back to his cave.
1: Yeah, but we never see it at the cave. Like, I was hoping, like, you'd see... Like he, he'd turn it into like a seat or something like that and you'd just be like sitting on it. But yeah, it just That the might band. be
0: a little a little too much work. The but man just vanishes. Yeah, it does.
1: Or what wouldn't, wouldn't it be cool if we got back to the cave and he was just sitting down playing with it like a matchbox card? He was just like he was just like vroom okay. vroom, vroom. I would <laughs> he'd be making all car about sound that. effects. Yeah, that should have happened. Uh, <laughs> uh, total missed opportunity. Um
0: okay, so Zack cuts his hand because he's holding a blade because he's a fucking idiot. I don't understand that no, it's scene. That's because he's badass. Oh right, sorry. I'm sorry. He's badass, but pain hap- keeps him alert. <laughs> Happy Hour puts a bandage on it, and they have a little moment together. Uh, Joe Estevez now comes over to the cabin, pounds on the door. He yells about the youngins doing something they ought not to do. Uh, it's oh,
1: here's where it gets confused. Like it's like he's banging on the door like a feared. Yes, but like. I thought they were friends. Like, that's where it's muddy.
0: No, I think it's a secret. I think it's like he's... Like a ruse? Yeah, I think he's in on it to a certain extent. I think he's, like, checking to see what they're up to or some shit like oh, that. okay. He wants to find out if they've got the horn or whatever. He's doing something at the behest of Paul Sneaky. Bunyan, I think. I think. Yeah. But, you know, I it's it's pretty muddy. Yeah. Um, so he explains the story of paul bunyan he says that he was born deformed but also bodacious which i thought was a weird adjective to use i don't know what that he's was He's a weird dude he's also okay he is a weird <laughs> dude um so now we're we learn of course we've spoiled this already but the the ox is babe the blue ox uh and that was what they were eating in the beginning and that's why he killed everyone <laughs>
1: And we get that the big story flashback scene of them eating him, and we get the flashback scene of how they hunted <laughs> the Blue Ox. And that is just one of those <laughs> must see like I can't even describe its wonkiness. Yeah. Like, it's so wonky it's, that it's perfect.
0: It's it might be some of the worst computer animation I've seen in a long time. I mean the 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 ox itself looks great. It like does. it looks fine. Well, great is, is an exaggeration. The face it looks, looks...
1: The face is, The walking mechanics of it. It. Was,
0: it was... The problem was the walking mechanics. Yeah. Like It looks like it's floating, like, two feet off the ground. Which, you know, I mean, that's not easy on a small budget to get no. something to look like it exists. I sure as hell couldn't world. do any better. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, it, very, <laughs> very... Like, you don't see people managing these kinds of effects mm-hmm. on this kind of budget. So, the stuff that they pulled off still blows my mind. Yeah. Um. Honestly... Again, this movie is so ambitious, like for anybody else making a movie like this would have, you would never have seen the giant or you would have like not even had a giant. You would have done something else because it's just, it's too much work, Mm -hmm. but they, they did it. Uh, so this this blue ox, <laughs> who is clearly a toxic mutant, Allah the Toxic Avenger. He's really weird looking. Yeah, it's a weird decision. I wonder why they did that.
1: Like nowhere no. in the
0: nowhere in the Paul Bunyan like mythos is it's <laughs> just like he always had this big blue ox, but it wasn't like a big blue ugly ass ox. <laughs> no, there was no reason. It was just to make it grosser when they ate him because you were like, oh that you would see that and think like, I don't I don't think I want to eat. I'm not gonna trust that kind of beef. No, no, thank you. <laughs> No, um, but they did. Uh, they probably would have died from something if they hadn't been cut in half anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then we get some real bad green screen when they explain that the townsfolk eventually caught him for his crimes after he killed all of those people and dragged him through the green screen streets.
1: Uh, <laughs> That's another one of those scenes. It's so great. All the, wow. All the Wild West buildings behind him. Yeah. It's, <laughs> all that, that are all fake.
0: And i like the choice they keep doing this weird effect when i think when paul bunyan is too emotional or something they'll they'll do the crazy wavy screen yeah and it does cover up for a lot of sins like a lot of the stuff that looks really terrible when they show it through the wavy filter you can tell they're using it to cover some stuff up but it's like it looks fine you know so much of this movie you can forgive for being the kind of movie it is. I
1: can, but it's just, it's always been one of those pet peeves of mine whenever they do the creature vision, how we see, you know, yeah, you know what I mean, where it's like a movie and it shows like the, from the creature's point of view and it's all like red and hexagonal. Oh, yeah. So I was like, why does every killer creature have like really <laughs> shitty eyes?
0: No, it's, it's true. It does go back to my, like, my, my, I hate things with claws that stab people. Yeah. Like, why? Why? Like
1: um, by the the Night Shadow. We, Night we just Shadow, watched recently. The yeah. werewolf stabbed somebody with a pipe. Like you've got werewolf claws.
0: Bro. You're a fucking werewolf, dude. Have some self respect, mm-hmm. seriously. <laughs> <laughs> hey pigeon, have some self respect. Don't you know you can fly? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> to quote Tracy Morgan, um, okay, so.
1: Oh yeah, I, so we we're done the origins. Oh story. yeah, the
0: yeah, we find that he brought back Babe's body and made a shrine out of it. Blah blah blah. They they tried to seal him in a mine with and, dynamite and he escaped easily.
1: And he loved a girl in town for some reason. And they do another one of my most hated horror cliches. Yeah, the, the where Dracula. the victim looks like somebody the killer once yep. dated or lusted after.
0: Yeah,
1: and uh, it's no point in this. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, There's a
1: reason he didn't just kill you. He didn't just kill the other three people either, man, and they didn't look like his old flame. <laughs> like Fuck.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it it allows them to do this scene with uh with Esteves where we are we understand why he kills Estevez, but th- it didn't need to go down this way. There was no there was no real reason for that to happen. Yeah. Whatever. So They feel that the only chance they have to not get killed is to bring Babe's horn back to the gravesite. And so Zach runs outside instead of doing that and throws it into the forest and is like, hey, I did the thing, you know, all right. I threw threw the horn into the forest like you said.
1: I hope you were listening and saw that horn went in the dark so you could pick it up and return it and I'll be good. You
0: know how I disrespected something? I'm going to further disrespect that same thing.
1: I mean, you could be sleeping right now in your cave and never knew that I threw this horn back and never find
0: it. Yep. Uh, either way, he was, luckily, he was sitting right there. And, uh,
1: was he? I mean, he did show up, but like...
0: Well, yeah, he was because he throws it through Zach's chest.
1: I like to think it was a boomerang.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bounced off a tree.
1: He's like... Because we see it kind
0: of... Phew, phew, phew. We follow it. Like, whatever came back... Phew, phew, phew. I'm pretty sure that was Paul Bunyan that did that, but that's fine. Uh, so We don't see it, though. That's true.
1: It's one of the greatest mysteries of our time.
0: Yeah, true. So he then drags Zach away into the forest.
1: It was kind of weird.
0: That was weird. Why but, not
1: just take it right rip his horn? I I think it would have made more sense if he just ripped the horn out of him and stomped him. Yeah, I agree. away.
0: But either way, Joe but tells then, them that he got what he wanted, and so they'll be fine that's not true <laughs> that's what Joe wants him to think uh, <laughs> I don't know honestly I honestly I don't know uh, like I'm so confused with his role I mean bet you anything
1: he didn't know either
0: oh <laughs> I bet you anything that he wasn't cast in this movie and that they were just filming and he showed up <laughs> That just one night they were by the fire and they were, hey, what are what are you doing? You making a movie? Uh, my brothers in movies. I can be in your movie. Come on, let me in your movie. I can act like this. <laughs> People call me best of us for a reason. <laughs> Come on, hey, I'm the best of us. <laughs> Whatever. Um. So, uh, Rosa has a meltdown. Something happened to Rosa that I don't remember what it was. She got hurt somehow yeah I don't remember like I I don't remember the scene but she has like a little wound on her stomach and she's like I'm gonna die and I'm gonna not ever see my daughter again and I hate it and the sheriff shows Sam how to load a gun because she's the sheriff's daughter and they need to reestablish that important plot point Uh, the axe giant's back in his cave sharpening his axe because he's got an (laughs) axe and he's an axe giant and he's got a giant axe yeah Oh, but, did we
1: mention that the girl's dad shows back up?
0: Uh, he, she does, uh, right here. So, okay. the sheriff is worried about his daughter hanging around in the woods, so he's kind of like, he's kind of like floating around there and he doesn't really need to be there. He's supposed to be somewhere else. And then they get a call about a bear in the woods. Yeah. And he's like, I'll go check it out. I'm in the area. I'm in the area of woods. <laughs> I'm in the area of woods. Someone <laughs> said that there's a bear in the woods. I'm on oh, it. Fuck. Let's go kill it. <laughs> yeah never heard of a bear in the woods before. Um,
1: <laughs> we live in strange
0: times. <laughs> it's the end times. There's bears, There's bears in the woods. bears in the
1: woods. Birds in the sky. <laughs> got to find out all, what's causing all this topsy-turvy hootenanny.
0: Yep. But, uh, so, the sheriff finds corpses and a giant footprint. Yeah. Uh-oh.
1: Well, not corpses, but he finds cut in half uh, Holtz, or hoax. Yes. The drill sergeant. He
0: finds one. <laughs> and cutting. it
1: looks really cool, too, because when he did, when Hoax did get cut in half. Oh God, we didn't even cover that part. Did we, we didn't know. Eh, who cares? Hoax got cut in half. Uh, Hoax got cut in half of the torso. But it was and, hilarious. And it was awesome. And even when he was cut in half, he was like taunting the giant. He's just like, ah, oh, you get over here. I'm going to shove that axe handle so far up your uh, splinters in your ass and everything. And the axe giant just stomps him. And so when we do see his corpse later, it looks great because he's, his legs are over there. And we see his flattened middle body, but his two arms are sticking up, like, still pointing, like, yelling at him.
0: Like, yep. it looks great. He's still... <laughs> when the giant stomps him, it looks like he stomps him with a Birkenstock, too, which is really uh, yes. funny. He made those. <laughs> he totally did. He has
1: a lot of time on his hands. Other question, where did he get that giant axe?
0: <laughs> he made that, too.
1: Bullshit. That thing was, like, super handcrafted,
0: you could tell. Uh, maybe he's really good at making axes. Maybe. You never know. He is an axe giant, whatever. But so the sheriff's found all these things, but he and he tries to call it in. He's like, he goes to his radio and he's like, "Hey, I got to make sure I tell somebody about this." But the giant is clearly jamming his communications with some sort of very complex radio jamming something. So he has
1: to climb to the top of a fire tower,
0: which doesn't do anything. Nope, no point. Nope, that doesn't help. <laughs> So uh the giant finally is fed up with this shit and he's like it's time to cut open this cabin. He cracks it open and grabs Rosa by one leg and tosses her into a tree.
1: Well, I love that. It and we see his vision all wonky here too. Mm-hmm. So like I get the the feeling that he was trying to see if like he's looking for that girl that he did like. Yes. And he's like, "Oh, uh, nope, not her." Bing. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah.
0: I think that was it. I think he literally is looking for her. Yep. Um, and I don't think he was there to kill them originally. It was just kind of a fun side effect. I think
1: maybe that's the only reason that he's back or maybe that's the only yeah. reason that we brought that whole look-alike kind of thing into it. Cause he's going, that for might her be now.
0: it. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's and that's killed another, Rosa. And
1: that's another one of those weird wonky CG things. that looks great when he chucks her on the tree. Oh my God. Hits the tree and her cartoon body plops down. And
0: that looks great. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yeah, that that was actually very disgusting. Uh, So Chicken Little throws a stick at him and challenges (laughs) him to a fight. What was that? I don't know, Like, dude,
1: get the drop on the guy. You just showed up, yelled, and threw a literal twig at him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was not the best move.
1: You know what doesn't happen in this movie, and I wanted it to? Nobody hits Axe Giant in the balls. I am quite shocked to be honest. me too I was like I really thought somebody would grab like a big log they'd make like some kind of trap or something just to hit him just in the <laughs> nards like and that didn't happen
0: it's not that kind of movie it's a more serious kind of film <laughs> this is a more serious axe giant than that uh,
1: look Monster Squad is one of the most serious movies I know even that's got nard kicking
0: that's true um, so- whenever you got
1: a big monster that's a human you just want to kick it in the balls at least I do I always want to see it get hit in the nuts (laughs) this movie didn't deliver that
0: that's very sad I still like
1: it a bunch I like it even more if that happened.
0: so the sheriff dad shows up and shoots him in the head yes (laughs) (laughs) forgotten Uh, (laughs) he shoots him in the head with his high powered rifle he falls over and crushes the cabin and we're like oh well he fucking killed him and then he's like well, those tranquilizer darts that were in this aren't going to... Oh, fuck you. What? You saw that, you and you have bullets in your truck, and you saw that massive footprint
1: and that ripped-up carcass, yep. and you were like, I guess I'll stick with the darts.
0: Yeah, I'll bring darts with me. You fucking idiot. What an asshole. Anyway. <laughs> Estevez shows back up, and he's smart enough to bring a shotgun. Now now he's rambling about not wanting them to take Paul Bunyan away from him. He menaces the kids with a shotgun. uh, And then the chicken little grabs the fucking shotgun with both hands like a smart guy. (laughs) What move was this? It's the I want you to shoot me in the stomach move.
1: It's like you grab the gun, and it's like, okay, now wrestle the gun away from him. No, you just held
0: the gun constantly. You pointed it at your stomach. Your stomach. <laughs> you can overpower Joe Estevez, kid. Come on. Oh yeah. You uh. can do it. I really I'm pretty sure. But whatever. Um so he is now shot and he dies. Bye. Mm, goodbye. Uh Estevez then makes the mistake of pointing the shotgun at the lady that looks like Paul Bunyan's lost love. Who oh, is that why he got killed? I didn't I didn't pick up on that. So, yeah. yeah I see it. The giant was not angry at him. He like they were friends. Yeah. But then he points the shotgun at her, and Bunyan sees it. Like he's recovering from his tranquilizer darts. <laughs> he kind of sits up, and he's like, "Motherfucker!" And he throws that drink glass. <laughs> <night? laughs> he throws that fucking axe, end over end over end over end, and it manages to cut poor Joe Esteves' awesome. head clean off. It is. It's a great scene, uh, and so. They all run the giant chases them and they get into the truck and uh, and we get to complete the arc of our of our drunk driving girl. Her arc ends with her being allowed to drive the car by her dad. I
1: really wanted her to like pull a beer out first like
0: hold on, I'm not ready yet that, that's <laughs> honestly that's the only way the arc actually makes sense. Yeah is if she has to be drugged to do it. Dad, you wouldn't understand. Let me shotgun this beer first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> another, another drop ball. In this <laughs> so, uh, all right. But yeah, it's so foolish, too, man. Yeah. It's just like, I need you to drive. I know you can do this, like, dude. She just got popped drunk driving once, man. It's not like it's not right, like she's been like no. it's not like she's failed her driver's test ten times. and It's just like this is
0: like. Well, I mean, her, way to prove yourself here. Like, her character the only way it works is if she had a hit and run and she was ne- she was never able to get behind the wheel of a car yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, or they make it like sound that. like it's something like that like but it's not. Yeah, <laughs> like if it was something where she had some sort of phobia where she could never drive again. And or like Ted Striker flying away. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like you you think that it's something like that, but it isn't. It's just oh, she gets She was drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Whatever.
1: She's sober. She can probably still drive right now. (laughs) Yeah, she's probably
0: going to be fine. But uh, either way, also, the thing that really drove me insane about this is he's like, all right, drive really fast. I'm going to stand up in the back of this truck. If you've ever tried to stand up in the back of a pickup truck when someone's driving really fast and trying to take turns, oh, in
1: his defense, he does grab the siren to hold he on.
0: Does, but it's still ungodly difficult Whoa. to hold on. It, oh yeah, but, yeah. He should be sitting down if he wants to actually aim a gun.
1: Oh man, we grew we grew up in the '80s. We've ridden in trucks, but, in but truck it would
0: <laughs> but it wouldn't look cool <laughs> if he was sitting on his ass aiming a gun. Yeah. Even though it makes him less of a target, makes it easier to aim the gun, makes it, like, everything would have worked easier in that yep. situation. But whatever. He does not do that. Um, we basically recreate the, uh, the Jurassic Park. Park. scene, totally. Yeah, it's like, it's practically a straight-up homage.
1: And once it started happening, though, I was so psyched for it. I was just like, oh, no way. Is yeah. he going to be shooting and Axe is going to be chasing him down the road? And it <laughs> delivered on that, and I loved it. And, it, and again, it's with that surreal ass, fake-looking CG, but I love it. Like he yeah. looks when he's running down the road after him; it looks so hokey, but it just works it, it just works for me. Like, I, I,
0: I totally agree. It that doesn't it, take me out. It just it works no. with this
1: whole movie, this whole green screeny, yeah. p- polished, weird-looking, uh, uncanny valley kind of thing.
0: <laughs> no, I really i I totally enjoy him whenever he's on screen. I'm mm-hmm. like. It's fun the the weird force perspective or whatever they're doing yeah. with it it's like it looks great. Yep. I mean it it looks great in a very silly way but you know whatever it still looks great. Um so uh the, somehow this fucking giant is like deflecting bullets that was one of the part, he's like I a Jedi the, yeah 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 he's using his giant axe to bing uh, <laughs> bing uh, but, but I couldn't and really, using I, the force
1: I couldn't really tell if he was doing that on purpose though because he got hit a lot too
0: okay maybe he did
1: but sometimes he was just like I don't know if he was actually his I, axe
0: was, is just so big that it was oh, like,
1: yeah some of the bullets hit the axe it would have been cool if he was <laughs> totally twirling a <out> ninja yeah. <laughs> yeah Oh, absolutely. spinning the axe like a baton and, and ricocheting bullets off it yeah yep. Another, another, another drop ball, sadly. That would have been cool.
0: So, this movie's better than that. Somehow, the giant gets ahead of them, which makes zero sense, but that's fine. Uh, causes... it, was
1: so, it was so, that bothered me for half a second that I was like, who
0: cares? Who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, the, the car then goes out of control, and they hit the, and Dad, if he'd been fucking sitting down, <laughs> would not have gone flying when they hit the tree, but he does. But and I guess it this, doesn't matter because he's indestructible.
1: Yeah, it's this weird CG car crash, too. Yeah. <laughs> that it's looks cool. Fun, it's
0: fun stuff. Uh, and so they they see a little covered bridge-looking thing. We've
1: seen it twice already, too. They keep foreshadowing this. Like, it's in the very opening montage we see that building, too. That weird water treatment bridge dam.
0: Like a, yeah, it's, it's like like almost a hydroelectric like, plant Yeah, or it's something. almost like
1: the location scout just saw this thing and he was like, fuck.
0: Yeah, exactly. What can we do with this? yeah (laughs) and so they they're like aha he's too big to follow us down this thing but then he kind of isn't so
1: yeah well when he first enters a bridge you see him kind of duck but then he doesn't need to duck anymore even though it's all the same uniform size
0: that stuff looked pretty good too i mean and that was like that had to be just forced perspective stuff that's just like straight up camera angles yep which damn good job yeah like Uh, th- that stuff is so hard. That stuff is so fucking hard. What a weird plan, though.
1: Like, where... I mean, do they even know what this building is or where no, it goes? No, they, like...
0: they were basically just hoping they could get through that door. Their whole plan was to be able to get to the end of that little bridge, because at the end of it, there's a steel door that he clearly couldn't get through. And so they were shooting, like... But I bet they... he
1: can punch through. <laughs>
0: Yes, of course. I would assume that, too. But he uh, but they get there and it is, of course, locked because it's a fucking hydroelectric plant. They're not going to just leave it open. And uh, I love this part. Dad shoots out the, the lock.
1: Yep. And it still can't get it open. It
0: still can't get it open, I love which is that. great. It's awesome. Because that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just do that. And that's something that you Thank don't you. get out of a lot of these movies. Yeah. It's like, no, you know the bolt, You if you it's sever that, in bolt, that it's still thing. stuck in there. Yep. <laughs> you didn't shoot through the bolt. You like It's still stuck in the fucking door. And they, <laughs> and there it is.
1: Thank you, movie.
0: Thank you. Yeah, we <laughs> This I and the kid that.
1: not being able to hotwire the car. Oh my
0: God, those are, yeah.
1: It's just like, yeah. Man, this is, like, real life. <laughs> and, like, this giant ax wielding giant that lives in the woods that's 100 years that's old. This is, like, real life. life.
0: This is real fucking life. No one else is willing to talk about that giant mm-hmm. other than this movie. Yeah. Good man. job, guys. Telling their truth. So, all right, so they can't get away, but then it turns out that just in the nick of time, the Michigan militia fucking shows up. And, uh, and
1: man, they're lucky they didn't get their asses how
0: shot did they not die?
1: Yeah, right? He's like, open <laughs> so many- fire, guys. Like, They're, they're right behind him. <laughs> the dad's just like, get down. <laughs> I'll put my hand over the top of your skull. That'll stop the bullets."
0: Yeah, yeah, no. No, these guys would be fucking dead. Yeah. Fucking dead. But they're not. Uh, the Michigan militia, or Minnesota militia, shoots the shit out of the giant over and over and over and over and it's over, a, over and, a and King over, over and over again. And then he's like, and he has a moment of, like, guys, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Why Why are you so mean to me? I just wanted to I wanted to kill you and steal this lady.
1: And he talks. He says her... Uh,
0: he says, Mary Bell, or something like that. Yeah, the old girl's name. Whatever the, her name was. Yeah. And then he falls <laughs> off...
1: Happy hour. <laughs> Happy hour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh-huh. And she, he falls off the bridge and into the water, and he is never seen again until... Axe Giant 2 The Return of Paul Bunyan oh, I freaking wish <laughs> me too but yeah and there's that's, still time
1: that's it there's definitely been movies that have had sequels it's not even been 10 years
0: yeah Pl- oh. perfect mm. it's perfect timing the world needs it um, yeah and so that's the end of this, this movie
1: yeah what I'm, a movie I'm glad I saw that package on the news about the Paul Bunyan statue in Maine because that's, <laughs> that's what like I never, I hadn't thought of this movie in forever yeah, and then I saw that thing on the statue, and I was like, "Oh shit, I want to revisit that."
0: Yeah, this was uh, this was a treat. I was actually I was really glad that we did it because again, I'm not used to this kind of movie. It gives me kind of hope because it does. It felt for a long time like the the shitty movies of our of this generation mm-hmm. were all going to be Sharknados, and it made me sad. Like, it was really sad to think of a future that was either, like, intentionally bad, poorly made, intentionally bad movies like Sharknado and Lanchula and things like that, or things that are so bad that they're unwatchable, like the uncorked movies and things like that, that are just like, I, I can't watch another movie that takes place in that one like another chupacabra story that takes place in that producer's house that has the same fucking family that's been in every movie, and every plot has been almost identical. I can't take it. yep now, every time I see Uncorked come up, I'm just like, okay, next. Next. I can't do it anymore. But, um, yeah, but this is this is a, you know, digital production, digital effects, all done with like modern stuff, but it has the soul. Of a movie from the 70s or 80s. Yeah. Or 50s. It's just a blast. It is. It is, like, it is a true, legitimate B-movie, and, like, actually lives up to what it's supposed to be. (laughs) Great. Good news. I love it. Give me my Axe Giant action figure.
1: I love it. Give me my Axe Giant sequel.
0: I also want that, too. Also, give me my Axe Giant musical. (laughs) Um and if you, you can, you
1: can keep the Axe Giant soundtrack. That didn't really do much for me.
0: Axe Giant soundtrack and not great. We'll they, we did will, have, they
1: did have a fun Paul Bunyan credit song.
0: I did like that. Yeah. yeah, we will not be seeing this coming out from Waxwork anytime soon. <laughs> Some sort of like ghoulish Gary treatment to the to the yeah. artwork. <laughs> no, we're not going to see that. It was not. It was not really deserving of such things. But you're right. That that end was pretty good.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, it made me stick around for the end. I really wanted a uh, sequel stinger.
0: What the hell was that ending?
1: What? With just nothing?
0: No, the, the 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 thing that happened after the credits.
1: Oh, where it just played that snow scene again quietly?
0: And then we saw Grizzly Adams get killed again yeah, for like th- two seconds?
1: I think that was an error. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. You, did you watch it on Prime too? Uh,
1: yes. Yeah, yes, so I did I. I had the DVD, but I just... So once it ended, uh, yeah, I think that was just like a mistake in the encoding.
0: (laughs) It's the only thing that makes sense because it did not really, it It didn't, didn't...
1: did it play sound for you or was it just silent?
0: I think it was just silent. Mine was silent
1: too. Yeah. I think it was just an error, but like I stick for the credits because I I thought we might see him come out of the lake or something like that. Right. Yeah. Which, come on guys.
0: Come (laughs) on. Even if you
1: weren't going to do it, at least just give that hope. You know, you (laughs) always end these things. How could you end this with legitimately him getting killed?
0: Yeah. I agree. Come on! Come on! Come on! We want another one. Yeah, but another
1: uh, thing that I would have liked to is if his—I know it was a plot point of going after the horn, but I really think it would have been cool if he had that ox alive and he had that like sidekick in his killings. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah, I—that I like would have been cool. I don't know what was going on with something happened to the ox back in the day. Was that the thing? Was that why it was so messed up?
1: We don't know. I mean, that was just his only friend. That's all we're told. We're never said like, it was like a weird, I mean, yeah. obviously it's a blue ox. So there was There's... something weird from, from the get go. <laughs> so they probably just ran with that. Like it was a birth defect. He was blue. He's... Like, well, let's just defect his face too. Make him weird. Um, but sure. I just thought, I, remember, I mean, that imagine, common like...
0: birth defect of blue fur. <laughs>
1: Man, imagine if he was, like, hacking people up and he was chucking the corpses through the air and they were all landing on the horns and, like, Babe had, like, two corpses on each horn on each side, like, and they were just fucking shit up together. That'd be so cool to watch that kind of scene.
0: You know, feeding the corpses to Babe. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, that's the sequel. That's the sequel, be, man. It's going to be some sort of, like, Bride he, of Frankenstein he meets, like, thing. He like, a witch doctor that revives yep. them
1: both. <laughs> yep. And then they go after that Minnesota militia. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's sort of an aliens kind of thing where everybody's really heavily armed. Yeah, and so he, it's same threat. And he but has to go back b- to the uh, he
1: has to go back to the saloon to reclaim his axe because remember they they take it away there. They're like, we could put this in front of the bar. The militia takes the axe. To...
0: Oh boy! Oh my god! That guy. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. That's the that's one of the things. What was going on with that fucking bartender? Oh yeah, did he fund this movie? I don't know. Was he the producer? Because I mean. Yeah, give me the money, but I got to be in the movie. I got to be in the movie. Have you ever read lines off a piece of paper before? Lines? No. (laughs) I can say words in sequence. Is that good enough?
1: I can say words and I've got money.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Fine. Fuck it. Fine. Yeah, it's definitely a plan nine situation where, like, because he was
1: real bad he was real bad oh he was fine and his part was small
0: his his part was silly but yes you're right oh my god what a movie yeah love it uh anyway that's it that's that's all we've got about axe giant the revenge legend the terror the wrath wrath of paul bunyan i'm never gonna get that right
1: axe giant the Wrath of Paul Bunyan is the name of this movie <laughs> and you should watch it. It's you free on, it's free it's free on Prime. Uh well not free, but we've included if you have Prime. It is free on Tubi as yep. well. And uh, I'm sure you can find a used DVD for 3 bucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Uh and uh, and you can follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast and you can buy things from my store coastydycomics.com mm-hmm. and we would appreciate you doing that to help support us. And if you have the money, uh, I would suggest contacting the producers of this movie and giving them $500,000 to make a sequel. Uh, They'll let you be a bartender if you do. I'm pretty sure they will let you be a bartender if <laughs> you do that. Uh, and Matt, anything he, to plug? Um, I was recently... Uh,
1: Oh, it's my buddy Marcus Rude's birthday today. Happy birthday, Marcus. Yes, happy birthday. And uh, just a while ago, I was on his Uh, The Rude Horror Podcast, we were talking about um, uh, Hard to Die, which was a lot of fun. So you can go check that out if you just need to hear me more of me yammering about movies. So much Some people seem to like it. (laughs) I don't get it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm fine with it. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, But yeah, and uh, check out the Video Vagrants Facebook group. Uh, That's a lot of fun stuff. Uh, This this month we're doing... um, March full moon madness, which is—it's <laughs> great, right? It's a celebration it. of pirates, Arr. pirate movies, uh, basketball, uh, full moon pictures. Full moon also means werewolves and madness. So any movie with the uh, word "mad" in the
0: title—that's a lot of movies. It's that's, a lot of themes. That's that's a lot of themes simultaneously. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah,
1: so it's 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 pretty fun, and then a lot, a lot of other people have made up their own themes they're running with. Like my buddy made Motor March for car movies, and nice. Matthew March um, <laughs> about uh, you know celebrating movies with Matthews in them. I, I can get down with that. Only I would call that Marchu or March. <laughs> Uh, somebody came up with Motherfucker March, where you only watch, uh, Samuel L. Jackson movies and count the motherfuckers in the movies. And, uh, somebody else came up with a March Sadness, which was just (laughs) tearjerker movies. Um, they can keep that theme (laughs) because I'm not going to play along with that one.
0: I do love March Sadness. March Sadness (laughs) might be one of my favorite like just combinations of words yeah, it is I really fun. enjoy that
1: well I don't, I don't like the sad movies I like the but, fun yeah. but uh yeah so everybody was coming up with their own there's a lot of themes in the mm-hmm. video vagrants Facebook group but it's a, it's a good community I like it a, little, nice. a bunch there um so yeah that's fun and uh
0: yeah, I think it's pretty much all for me I think it's that's <laughs> it thank you guys for listening and uh <laughs> see you <bigger> next week <laughs> yeah you should uh rate and review us and uh make sure you subscribe Good night. peace